and welcome back to super fan sports it's episode 29 my name is dio what's going on don and welcome back guys another week in the books week two of the nfl season crazy crazy week how'd you do on your bets don uh, not too bad. Three and one on the week. Fantastic. Better um, yeah, record than me. No losing records. I mean, I went five and four. No losing records. No losing though. records. That's fine. Yeah, making I mean, profits. We're, we're making you guys money. Anyway, we have a great episode to talk about, guys. We have game time. We're going to break down some of last week's best games in college, in pro. We're also going to talk about beast of the week, our trash man of the week, like always. We're going to predict the future, some of the games that are coming up in this NFL season. Of course, we're going to talk about some fantasy starts and sits in your fantasy football leagues and lastly but not least the gambling ring but we got to start off with everyone's favorite segment it is the news don what's going on with ben simmons this man doesn't want to play basketball apparently in the city of philly not not a place i'd want to play any sport in though no that's a hard city to be in apparently um he even after the championship loss like when the playoff loss he was saying oh i just need need some mental health uh, yeah, because he, of how he, the fans were. Because he now, couldn't shoot a goddamn layup. <laughs> couldn't shoot a free throw. Couldn't shoot a ball. Couldn't do anything. But um, apparently someone anonymously uh, from the Ben Simmons camp spoke to the Associated Press saying how Simmons does not plan to report to training camp. Uh, it's about a week away from today. Um, preseason starts beginning of next month. Um, October 19th is tip-off and... Simmons is uh, people rumors are I, saying Simmons is sitting out is, until he gets traded he or dropped. He is not here. I don't. I don't think no. he's showing up ever again in Philly. I think wherever team he does go, he's like when they play the Philadelphia 76 ers He's like, I'm not suiting up. I'm not going out there. I'm gonna go to Cabo. I'm not playing there. Not doing it. Not doing it. Maybe. I <laughs> probably not, but. I know I didn't g- give you time to prep this, but if there was a team, don't give me a trade package. What is a team you would like to see Ben Simmons on that you think he would function well on? That I think he would function well on. Do you want me to give on? you mine first so that way you have time? I'm thinking, honestly, I would go with the Wizards because it would just be his team. It'd and be that's him kinda and Bradley what, Beal and they can like dish it out. Exactly, and it feels like it would be a decent balance between the two, one of the best paint attacks. Not a super violent like franchise either. Like they will... Like their fans, they're going like to love him, him for just putting up 15 points a game. Exactly. Like I was thinking the Knicks, but the Knicks media would kill him. Like oh, literally crucify him in a heartbeat. Rip him New York does not out of the big markets. He needs out of big markets. I think he opinion. needs to be out of the big markets. I would love to see him in a team like Portland or like uh, maybe you know what? Fuck Portland. Let's take him to New Orleans. Let's see him with Zion. He's kind of like a, a, a Lonzo Ball. He'll play defense. Maybe that'll be a team that could get in the playoffs if they can somehow get there. Yeah, it's possible. The biggest teams he's been linked to as of right now is to Portland. And then the biggest trade rumor right now as well is maybe uh, John Wall. For uh, John Wall and, and the Rockets. Yeah, I was thinking the Rockets. the Rockets, but they have a lot of young guards that I bet that they want to get some time to. That's also a big franchise that loves basketball. So it I is. don't know if the Rockets are going to be a problem. I don't think so. But those are the biggest rumors yeah. right now. Let's move on to another little bit of news. I want to talk about Conor McGregor and his pitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so these next bits of news are going to be just ridiculous. This, this is to start it off. Uh, Conor McGregor gave out the first pitch of a game the, uh, today. 
hey, the venom was there. The venom was the there, bro. The vigor was, was there. there. It was one of the worst pitches I've ever <laughs> seen in my goddamn life. He said, he's like, pretty impressive. He's like, the venom was there. The, the vigor was there. The, the strength and speed were there. Just the accuracy wasn't there. If that wasn't a perfect uh, an amalgamation of what his career is, I don't know what is. A lot of shit talking about something that had zero <laughs> context or, like, substance. Well, I do give him the, the one point he did point out is he was able to stand one footed on the leg that he recently broke so i do want to give him credit for that that was pretty impressive to be able just a few months later to be throwing a ball in a sport that you do not play on a leg that you just recently shattered but at the same time bruh just just take the l everyone no no first pitch in baseball has ever looked good no nah, take the l and move on you, no one cares you should underhand it at best like you should if i was throw the throw the, like the little yeah. wiffle ball like the big it's, lob it's, it's fine it's dev- i uh i i look it's devastating it's almost as devastating as me realizing right now that a fly flew into my cup of water Oh, it's that's rough. I'm still gonna drink it. Um, <laughs> let's move on to our next bit of news. It is the Steelers uh, fan. Uh, they got the shit kicked out of them. We can agree. We're not gonna. Cut, well, we are gonna talk about the Steelers game. But let's talk about what happened to a fan at one of the games. Greatest meme to start a season, I think, almost ever. I mean, it's it's up there with Lamar shitting his pants. It's it's a fantastic meme. It is. No, um, I'm 100 percent in on. So it. for those that don't know, a Steelers fan pooped his pants at the game. And was seen just standing pantless in the bathroom. Naked, butt ass naked. Just washing his pants in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Football's back, baby. Let's, yeah. let's just. Th- this guy had to have been drunk. This guy. Oh, without a doubt. Because you don't. I haven't shit my pants unless I was drunk. Like, even when I was a kid. Like, that's just how was, it went down. I was going to say, maybe since six. Five, six years old was like the last time reasonably. When was the last time you shit your pants? Honestly. No, honestly, five, six, I, Being don't, sober. I don't. Maybe when I was five or six years you, old at you best. You never tooted and a little pooted come out? Nah. You're lying. I don't trust my farts. Oh. Dude, I'm not, <laughs> I've, I've learned. I've seen people get too confident. And I, don't th- I don't trust anything. I think this is one of the guys who was a little too confident in his farts. He, uh, Poor guy shit his pants. And, you know, you, sometimes you can't recover from that. I don't think he should be allowed at Heinz Field ever again. <laughs> no, they need to build a memorial for this man. Just, oh, the way Let's, he's going around. The last bit of news we're going to cover is Jackson Mahomes gets the fans wet. Um, I feel like that's a little, you know, a bad leeway for what really happened. He threw water at a, at a Ravens fan, right? Yes. Um, yeah, there was a video that surfaced of a Ravens fan uh, chirping the Jackson Mahomes, who was in one of the boxes during the uh, Ravens game versus the Chiefs. Yeah, if you don't know who Jackson Mahomes is, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes' little brother. Who is the most sus on the internet. Like, <laughs> pardon me, I don't blame, because the Ravens fan wasn't even mad, really. Like, no. no like, they started cheering because they were hyped. Yeah, like, they were all they, happy. They, like, like, they yeah. love they got under his skin that easily. I'm, it's annoying to me. On how this guy tweets about everyone, like Mahomes and yeah, his no, mom, like Jackson he, and his, Mahomes' mom, because she tweets at his some wife, commentators and the wife, yeah. and the wife comment, tweets at commentators during the People games hate at times. Them. And this dude talks so much crap online. No, they they talk match it. Can't take it back. Like can't mm-hmm. take it when someone's making fun of them. And it's like it wasn't even like Patrick Mahomes played a bad game. It was just one loss. Yeah, it was just it was one loss, and it gets that far under a kid. Who spoiled as hell yeah. riding his brother's coattails? I mean, he's he's 
paved his own way on the internet at this point. But yes, he wouldn't have been famous no, if he, it wasn't for his he brother. Had nothing going I, until Patrick I, got I big. love this video. I've watched. I've saved it on Twitter. It's it's one of my favorite things to watch because this is the classic. Like this kid can't fight. Like if you no. put this kid in any physical altercation, he'd cry and then sue immediately because that's just the kind of guy he is. Have and you read his tweets about what happened recently? No, I didn't. The mayor of Kansas City <laughs> tweeted out defending him. That's awesome. Like, they're bringing in political figures now because they're like, hey, like, the, the mayor have, was just we like... We have to protect Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, because it keeps Patrick happy. <laughs> like, that's the logic. It's like, like, just keep Patrick happy. Look, we got to keep Patrick happy. We know this is Kansas City. <laughs> he can go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, the mayor that just city like, now, though. He does. Yeah. Um, let's get out of the news. And before we get into Victory Lap, Don, I wanted to ask you a little would you rather question. Right. Um, this is raw. You have no idea this is going to happen. No. Um, I wanted to ask you a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather be dunked on and be posterized? Like, I mean, it's it's viral. Yeah. Or get mossed, you know, mossed on a Monday night football game also goes viral. Which one do you pick? I'd go posterized. You'd rather get dunked on. I'd rather get dunked like on than mossed. violently dunked on. I'd rather be violently dunked on. And you try to block it. Yeah, no, because at least, I don't know, to me, if you get mossed, like, you could, there's an excuse getting dunked on in my mm. mind. Like, oh, the, the timing was out of place. Like, yeah. There, there's a way that's like, a, like, like, you've seen that. Like, I'm wide, end, I can't jump that high. Like, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. You've seen, like, highlight dunks, and no one really, rem- unless it's like, no, like, it's you violent. Remember, like, yeah, it's but you don't remember the guy who gets dunked on too often. I mean, you do sometimes. You're one of those ones, though. Like, but like, yeah. If you get mossed, everyone remembers your name. Like, everyone remembers. Everyone your name. remembers those you're catches. Like, I think I'd rather get mossed. Yeah, just because, like, at some point you're like, I, I would just do PI and be like, yeah, I played the coverage bad. That guy's just a phenomenal athlete. No, I'd just push him to the floor the minute he jumps in the air. Like, yeah. no, 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 I'd I, rather just <laughs> not get a shot at the ball. Yeah, yeah, that was my little. Uh, uh, would you rather? Let's get into victory lap. For those of you who don't know, this is the little segment where uh, one of us or two of us get to celebrate our team's winning. Uh, this week, it's only Donovan Behan. Don, what happened with the Ravens this week? I'm convinced they want to give every single fan a heart attack every single week this season. Because through preseason, through week one, now through week two, this team has toyed with my emotions. The Ravens are the Dos Equis man of the league. They're oh, just like the most interesting man you've they, ever met. Dude, they make me cry. <laughs> you want to so run it on fourth down? Let's do it. <laughs> no, that's normal. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if anyone's seen the video, if you haven't, of Harbaugh walking onto the field just screaming out, Lamar, Lamar, you want to go for it? All right, cool. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> just like, just yeah. let him call his own play. Sick. Like, how would he? Oh, I my I love goodness. that they said, look, Lamar's the best player on this team. This is the most important. This this is the most important play of Lamar's career so far. It is. Get, put the ball in his hands. Put the ball in his hands and watch him go. And guess what he fucking did? He did it. Yeah. That whole second half of the game, everyone that's ever said Lamar's not that guy, he said, shut the fuck up. I'm an MVP. Oh. I am a beast in the regular season playoffs you know we'll get to that later hey, hey, hey. we'll get to that he got later. one monkey off his back yeah. he got his first playoff win last season you know, i finally beat mahomes I'm, this season we're improving we're getting better and you know what you can take his running backs he'll say i'll do it with tyson williams and i'll do it with latavius murray and i'll do it with dakota freeman i don't even know <laughs> oh god but no i give a lot of credit also to the defense um it completely readjusted uh, this week. Are you believing in this defense? I'm believing this defense more mm. to adjust week to week to make the necessary. This is what we can do to set things up. Because think about it. 
in the last three times the Rams have uh, the Lamar versus Mahomes mm-hmm. three times so far, Ravens average forty five percent blitz packages on yeah. defense. This week eighteen point two. They realized, hey, we don't have the we don't have the team for it, and we don't have the history to keep to blitzing Mahomes. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're going to drop in play the prevent, drop in the coverage, eliminate Kelsey, eliminate Hill, who do not put up the numbers they normally do, and force them to run the ball with their shitty running back. Can we? Can I talk Edwards, about him? Edwards Lair isn't shitty, but he did not look good this week. I feel like you're biased because you own him in many fantasy football leagues. I feel like he has a lot of potential. I, I love his this potential. Team is just this team just doesn't use him in the way that I would personally. Which is weird because this team has a history of doing really well with running backs. Yeah, like. LaShawn McCoy, not not LaShawn McCoy. Uh, fuck, no, that's I, another Andy Reid product. Yeah, but, but with you had Andy Williams, Reed, who had a big big year. You had Jamal Charles historically. Jamal have, Charles is who I was looking for. Like they have historically good running backs with with uh, this head coach, um, who I'm blanking on now. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yeah, he has an ability to target and cream hunt and t- target these running backs and get great production out of them. How come he can't make a first round pick have production? This man had 46 yards. It was depressing on 13 carries. He did. He's abysmal in the red zone. He can't catch the ball. He misses all of his blocks. And then lastly, a game that you guys should have lost. Oh yeah. But they put the ball in their worst offensive starters and hands. Awe and he fumbled just, it. Awe, this is why we got him number one. Yeah. He's this a great is, player. Oh, great. He led la, uh, he uh was number one last week in um quarterback pressures by any rookie defensive player. He's great. Just a beast. Great pickup. Uh, but no, I, I agree. Like it's just to me the Edwards Alaire has a very high ceiling if they use him as a scat back. And they don't yeah. like to use him often in that in that role. They don't. And he's not going to be the power back, but they use him in power run schemes, which to me doesn't really work for him too well. Yeah. And at the same time, the passing game is mostly downfield. Mahomes does not like to check down check, often, or if he does, is Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. yeah or like so, a or a Tyree kill on like a bubble screen or like a small route. And that's why I feel that Alaire is low in a lot of people's I, minds. I don't. If, if you brought him into like the Philadelphia uh, running back room, he would excel. No, in I, that I think kind of role. I think in other. I think if he got more ability to touch the ball in better situations, yes. Mm-hmm. But in this offense, I cannot trust Clyde Edwards-Alaire. No, and offense. if I own him, he's a guy I'm actively shopping right now to see what I can go get. You'd float some offers, without a doubt. Would you do a Clyde Edwards and like a, I don't know, like a Marvin Jones Clyde Edwards for DeAndre Swift right now? Actually, yeah, I like Swift's upside a lot more week okay. to week. So there he, is, he has the potential for a bigger home run than. Would you Edwards do a does. Clyde Edwards and Chase Edmonds for a Miles Gaskin? No, I, okay. I don't trust Gaskin. Gaskin okay. has too low of a ceiling. Okay, I just wanted to see where you're at. Yeah. Uh, last question before we move on to game time: uh, Are you bought back in with the Ravens as a Ravens fan? I am. The injuries you're back have. In. I am because we saw a lot of guys who came off the practice squad in our two corners. Levine showing up. You guys in a big have way. the best ability to find talent. Like, give yourself in, like in you defense, must feel just great on defense on I everything. You guys picked up these shitty running backs and they look like studs. Well, it's, I think it's more scheme rather than the actual individual player talent for a good part. I mean, I will give Williams credit. He had 13 carries. Three of them went for over 10 yards. Yeah, he, That's he's doing the best he can for a guy who should have been fourth string. Exactly, and yeah. so I'm not I'm not hating, but it's just. There is a ceiling to this team. I For know sure. it's there, but with Hollywood Brown actually I, looking like a true number one this week. I still have you guys winning the division. 
it's going to be. Have you guys I think we're still. I think we could still contend. Which for is it. crazy because last week I said you guys are probably going to win six games. I'm. I'm one hundred percent bought. This team in. is just so hot. It's and cold. dangerous. It's, it's my. It, they should have been the team on hard knocks instead of the Indianapolis oh, Colts. We'll talk about that when yes. we talk about the Colts. First, let's move on to game time. Look, we're talking about the Colts. Um, <laughs> it's Rams versus the Colts. Uh, give me a second. I'm going to say it. I like Carson Wentz for what he does. Okay. He is efficient. He throws terrible interceptions that are just so funny. It's just like that interception wasn't his fault. Uh, this offensive line has, has quickly become the worst offensive line in football again. Mm-hmm. It's great to see. Um our offensive linemen don't block in the red zone for some reason, nope. especially in the red zone. That's why he threw that terrible interception because both of our linemen were supposed to block, threw it right into a linebacker's arms, whatever, not Carson's fault. Carson Wentz broke both of his ankles in this game. I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. He's mm-hmm. questionable for week one. If he does play, I don't think it's going to be good. Um, let's talk about the Rams. The Rams are good. They look incredibly improved under Stafford in my mind. Um, they are averaging over a touchdown more per game. Yeah. Uh, they're averaging just over 30 points a game compared to 23 last Insane. season, which is a huge jump, realistically. I love they, – they mastered the Ben Bill break defense over these yeah, last two they, weeks. They, they allow they so many yards. And they but the break. Colts had – the Colts in the first half had multiple drives to the one-yard line and to the three-yard line and Couldn't came up in. with no points. No points. That just does that, that not happen. That was the game loser for us. Uh, yeah. We lost it in the first half. If anything, and then the Kenny Young ejection did worry me a little yeah. bit about this game but because the Colts have one of the best running offenses with Jonathan Taylor. I if think he's a solid back. This offensive line is bad, though. Like the Colts, Oh, without a doubt. The Colts' offensive line is banged up. It's hurt. This team, this offense – Looks like they've only practiced five times together because they have. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I said when we were talking about the Colts preseason. I I didn't think Carson would get beat up this bad, though. I knew they wouldn't have this connection. They wouldn't gel. I knew this game was going to be close. Like I called it, Colts covered the spread. Yes, exactly they did. what I said. If Eason does start next week, start all your Titans defenses because Eason's first play was an interception. Eason did not. Eason looked he hurried. He did not look he ready bad. for the, this kind of game um, speed. This game, though, it was close because of the red zone. I feel was, because the red zone Colts meh, meh, but at the same time, the special teams for the That's, Rams and the red zone is terrible. The Rams special teams will be the death of this team. It will be. They're bad. They're bad. Back to back weeks, opening kickoff. They've kicked. Yeah. Week one and week two, they've they deferred to the yeah. second half. Both weeks, the ball has ended up on the other side of the forty yard line on opening kickoffs. Yeah. It's, this this Ram, they got rid of their starting uh, long snapper because they wanted to keep Hecker. Mm-hmm. They, no one else will take Hecker's contract. So they got rid of a lot of special teams players to keep their punter. Mm-hmm. And it is not boding well. It's not mind. looking great. I mean, he just gave up a punt six for him. Yeah, it's, which it's, wasn't his fault in yeah. a lot of ways. But it's I, just... I do want to talk about how Cooper Cup might be the greatest wide rece- uh, white wide receiver in the league right now, which is a huge pedestal. Many, many of men have taken this pedestal. Uh, Wes Welker, uh, Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola for a few seasons. I'm just you hearing know, your name, Patriots. Adam, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen. <laughs> Adam Thielen did yeah. have it for a couple seasons. Um, it's not bad. The white, the white running back, when you're on top, is a very, very valuable position to be in. It's like being the best black quarterback. It's, it's prestigious, you know? 
I don't want to get into this conversation. <laughs> I'm kidding. You just made me. Um, I no. did, I read this on Twitter. Um, someone said, "Can we not? Can we talk about this?" And I was like, "This is so stupid. Don't ever talk about this." He's a great receiver. Period. That whole thing was a bit right now. I'm sorry. Thank God. I was just yeah. like, um, but no, I do give there. There is a tradition with certain like white wide receivers having to have that mentality of I'm the toughest dude on the field at all times. He's not. He's just like the and, smoothest. And Cubs just like nah. I could just out outrun. Everyone. everyone he's I wide will find open a way behind defenses every um, single time and I, I love because it. this is the Colts we are going a little bit longer because I am a Colts fan I want to talk about hard knocks real fast they have just been announced they will be the mid-season hard knock teams this is their first time doing mid-season hard knocks in a ever, while and yeah no ever ever okay. and this is the first time the Colts have been on hard knocks and it's going to be a beautiful disaster the hard knocks curse it's already hit them. it's already hit them like because obviously they the Colts knew they were gonna be on hard knocks they already knew we were gonna play bad now like I I said I predicted that the Colts will be better in the other half of the season. I think this is where it will be. I still predict us to miss mm-hmm. the playoffs, but in hard knocks, by the end of hard knocks, you will see that we are getting better. Yeah. That's where we're at. Um, no worries. Let's move on to the next game. Raiders versus Steelers. Don, take it away. How do you feel about this team? This game's gross. This it's game was nasty, just, This bro. game was just bad to watch. I mean... Barber being named the starting running back after not getting a single touch in week one. It Nasty. shows he had one of the worst ground games I've ever seen in a single week. Just Facts. terrible. Yeah. But I got to give it to Derek Carr. Like, just this man can throw. I think I love Eric, Derek Carr. Like, I've been I've been high on him. I've never said like he like I, I even pointed out last week. He has been improving every single season. Every season. He, he is a great quarterback. I just didn't expect this, this kind of game I, out of them. Neither did I, dude. It's I love Derek Carr. We I expected them to lose this game. He stepped up. This is a guy that if you're a Raiders fan, I don't know how you can consistently shit on this guy. I don't he does either. his job. He got eight different players in the double digit yards. Yeah. Saying that Raider fans are starting to go a little bit off the rails. They are two and zero, and they are freaking out. They feel like they are the top-tier teams in the league. They're talking about Brian Edwards like he's an elite receiver. If you think Brian Edwards is an elite receiver and you're a Raider fan, start him in your fantasy football league this week and see how the fuck you feel about it. I, I Okay, one, one thing that I will do to get Raiders fans back down to earth a little bit, you have to remember that um, Alu Alawe uh, on the um, Steelers' D-line, the mm-hmm. defensive tackle, and Derek Carr, or T.J. Watt, my apologies, yeah. and T.J. Watt both went out with injuries before yeah. halftime. Derek Carr threw for 263 of his 282 yards yeah. after Watt was out of the game. So he only threw for 120 yeah. until Watt was gone. The pass rush was completely different for him once Watt and Alulawe were out of the yeah, game. Yeah, so once the pass rushes were gone, then it which is their bread and butter. Yeah, exactly. So that's one thing I do want to handicap. There, That is big. But at the same time, it doesn't take away from him throwing for nearly 400 yeah. yards. But at, like they're, they're, that is a big thing to watch and to keep in yeah. mind for future the, for the, the Raiders. The Steelers are ugly, bro. Like I, not that they're bad; they're just nasty to watch. Like Roethlisberger's washed. I will I, not been, say. I was preaching I it all offseason. I will preach. He, it again he looks now. fine. Like he looks like Ben Roethlisberger. You know he may not play next week. I know because his injury yeah. uh, that came out. Um, he has a like they're not saying exactly what it is yet, but an injury on his left pectoral. Yeah, it, look. This team has the weapons. Their offensive line is terrible. Najee Harris has not impressed me, and this is a guy who was very high on Najee Harris. He's done some cool things. He's stepped on some small safeties. When he gets dumped down pass, 
when he gets the dump down pass, he's solid, mm-hmm. but he cannot run between he the tackles. He does remind me of Derrick Henry. They're just both shitty sometimes. They could just disappear for yeah. a game occasionally. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, since we're talking about Derrick Henry, let's let's talk about the Seahawks versus Titans game, which is the next game we're going to talk about. Um, Seahawks are blow it, and I'm over these motherfuckers. It's it's the game balance. You can't trust. There's very few quarterbacks who are mm-hmm. able to carry an entire team throwing for as much yardage for as many times as Russ does. Well, it's and okay when he throws to Tyler Lockett, though, right? It's fine. But at Tyler the same Lockett, time, number one fantasy football but receiver. Half, but after halftime, when the defenses adjust and go, okay, that's all this team is. Let's just back up and cover the deep ball. Yeah. The Seahawks struggle completely. They have no ground game to keep. Chris Carson honest. is not that he looks bad. He's just not doing the things he's they supposed to be doing. They they don't use him. Enough. They don't use him at all, bro. No, they're they're like, using like DJ Dallas and like uh, Rashad Penny. They're forcing the ball to other guys. Dude, you have a good running back at Chris Carson. Use his ass. Exactly. I think they're more worried about injury. Yeah, he does have injuries. Have yeah. injury history, don't don't put him on a pitch count. Put him in. Let him run the ball. That's why you have. That's him. why you will win these regular season games. Your offense won't stall after halftime. Um, Julio <sighs> Jones. Also, I think the big thing was their O line too, because they were yeah. missing two of their interior O line, and Russ looked yeah, I mean, like he knew injuries it too. were happening. Taylor Lewan was out before the game as well. Oh, in warm ups, that was yeah, so that sad. Was, I mean, yeah, I that's mean, a rough. That's probably why Ryan Tannehill didn't get sacked thirty seven times, though. Yeah, but I mean, speaking of Tannehill, he threw the ball to Julio, and we can see what that does when Julio's healthy. Did Julio catch a touchdown, or was that not a catch? That was a catch. That was there's no way. Did they count it though? No. They, okay, they, so he they, did not catch a touchdown. No, they recalled the catch. Yeah. But if you look at it, toes hit in first, then mm-hmm. his heel hit out of bounds. Just over a hundred yards in two games already. You feeling nervous about our little not our little at bet? All considering okay. considering we've seen what his ceiling is now, and we've seen what his floor is last week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could go for twenty yards, or he could go for a hundred. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Like, I think I he can go 100 a few times. I don't think times. he plays the entire season. That's that's a big Yeah, I don't, I don't know this. if he plays the whole season either. I think he'll miss like six games, and I still think he'll figure it out. Yeah, um, we'll see there. Look, Ryan Tannehill looks meh. You know who? Uh, everyone, all right. Everyone's like, Dio, talk about Derrick Henry. Talk about Derrick Henry. It's been in my Instagram DMs because, you know, famously, I hate Derrick Henry. Um, you like puckered up because you want me to talk about Derrick Henry. I'm excited to see how you react to the second half of this game. I mean, Derrick Henry did what Derrick Henry does. He doesn't. He doesn't play. It's really easy to be great when you only play another half of the game. Yeah, when That's you only play half of football. When you only play him. half of. I mean, I, I will say he doesn't give his full effort the entire game. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He, he can't give full effort the entire time. It's not a guy I want on my team. I'll take him every single week if he's going to run for 182 and three TDs. And was 182 half. or did he hit 200? I think he was shy of 200. If you count his total yards, it's, oh, over, it was it's over, over 200. 200. Yeah, but he, he on caught the, the ball. Congratulations. It took you six years to learn how to catch a ball. Christian McCaffrey's been doing that since college. Come on, dude. McCaffrey's not going to stiff arm a safety in the next week. No, though. he'll just juke him. That's true. And then outrun him. Look, <laughs> Derrick Henry, you're you're good, bro. You're good. You're still a bum, but you're good. Congratulations. And if you had Derrick Henry in fantasy football this week, congratulations on your win. Except for the one person that I personally know who lost with Tyler Lockett and Derrick Henry this week. That's sad. It's what happens. Yeah, that's it's fantasy hard. football. Yeah. But uh, speak because this game went to overtime. I want to bring up. Do you think the NFL will ever change up these overtime rules? No, and it's stupid. Did you see the stupid safety thing that should have been a safety? That should have been a safety completely, yeah, which that would have been, been the second ever walk-off safety in which NFL history. gangster, but they didn't want to do it. No, well, because they because that was another big trend this week too is them calling forward momentum on quarterbacks. Yeah. Even though, because I think it was Herbert got the same yeah, call Herbert where he stiff arming yeah, the D lineman and launches it, and they're like, "No, no, no, we called it dead." It's like, let the quarterback finish the play. Let them finish plays, bro. Like, cause that wouldn't have been a safety. Had because Russ got the ball off fine. Yeah, but and he, it was outside the tackles. 
Like it, it wasn't even a safety though. It was no, like, it doesn't matter. If they called it a safety with the whistle dead, it should have been a safety. Yeah. But they should have let the play go in the first place. In that, yeah. point, in my opinion, there. But I just I think they're calling plays too early for quarterbacks, and I think these overtime rules are bullshit because we've yeah. already I seen mean, three or four overtimes overtime. now. The fucking overtime's stupid. Did you see what Pete Carroll said about uh, Russell Wilson? He said we expect more from a guy like him in this spot. About Russell Wilson. I expect more from a coach who can't run the ball. I expect more from a coach that pays college athletes to, you know, come and play at his school. But fuck Pete Carroll, dude. He's the oldest coach in the league, and he shouldn't be coaching anymore. His skills are antiquated. That's why the Seahawks have a ceiling, and it's the wild card round every goddamn year. Yeah, you you can't win games deep into a season against tough teams without having defenses be honest unless yeah. you're Patrick Mahomes who can make a no look pass. I also have one more thing to talk about in this game. I don't think the Seahawks know how to use their uh, DK Metcalf. I don't think they, they, I think they know he's good. They just don't know what to do with him. No, cause they're used to deep ball. They're used to stretching the field guys. DK can do that. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But put him over the middle. Make it's, him punish his safety. Put him one on one with linebackers and safeties, and you will. Yeah. He will feast. He's yeah, AJ Brown because that's what the Titans do with AJ Brown. AJ Brown AJ dropped Brown, a lot of passes yeah, AJ this Brown game. Didn't look too great this week, but, but yeah. Look at the scheme of how the Titans yeah. use him. They should be using Metcalf in a very similar way. Let's talk about the next game. It is the Vikings versus the Cardinals. Look, if, if this is how the Vikings are going to play every week. Sign me up. I'll watch every goddamn game. I think I think Cardinal fans are. St- Still clenching at the moment because this game was well, so much of a roller coaster. This game came down to a last-second field goal, a chip shot, most would say. And no, no, no. It, it's the Vikings with a chip shot. They haven't been able to hit a game-winning field goal in the last 2,316 <laughs> years. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Never it's, trust a Vikings kicker in the clutch. It just does not happen. Um, it's quite hilarious. Look, I feel bad for Kirk and Thielen and Jer- like they they're balling. They're doing the be- their best impression. Cook comes off every five plays because he gets injured and he comes back on. He still rushes the ball for nine yards a carry. He's a monster. I want to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. I have infamously talked shit on Cliff Kingsbury. He's doing an okay job, but he's getting bailed out by MVP Kyler. I'm a year or I was a year early on the Kyler MVP pick. Kyler looks Tear. like a Madden player a 13-year-old would make. He's amazing. 99 speed, just can a massive elusiveness and just can launch the ball. Yeah. Makes dumb decisions because a 13-year-old so, controlling it. Because yeah. he threw in the triple coverage at one point. It's like, what are you doing? No, bro? yeah, he plays like Johnny Manziel. If Johnny Manziel had all the skill of Kyler Murray. Like, that's that's how he plays. Exactly. He plays like Just, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. He's, he's, he's all the sliders <laughs> up with a 13-year-old yeah. controller. It's um, Oh, also, we're going to talk about older players with Julio. I have to bring this up. A.J. Brown caught a touchdown. Uh, AJ Green. AJ Green. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's how much AJ I care. Green. Yes, he did catch a touchdown because cool. the Cardinals have all the options. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There was that. Oh my goodness! But this might be the most explosive football, like the most explosive offense in football. It might be because they could turn it on one game everything. and Chase do Edmonds, anything. Great start. Yeah, Chase, Chase Edmonds, Edmonds is a top twenty running back, and yes, I did just trade him. Um, but in one of our leagues, yeah, you did. Chase Edmonds is a very good running back he can do it he wants like he's reliable he's, he's gonna what, catch the ball he's what i want clyde edwards alaire to be he's he's what clyde edwards is at his best yeah yeah that, that's what his ceiling is vikings confuse me at times because to me confusing. cardinals shouldn't have been in this game realistically because yeah. how do you win okay you have two arguably of the most elite wide receivers in the league i yeah. will give thielen and justin jefferson that they're they great are, they are fantastic they're, top, they're two top 20 receivers kirk throws for 250 yards yeah Neither of them go for over 100 yards. You have 
some no-name guy that's on your team go he's for good. over. He's good. No, no, he's also a second-year player. Yeah, yeah, he's in the NFL. But you're not you're not thrown to your elite guys. You have a running back for over 100 yards. Yeah. You win the turnover differential by two. You pick off Kyler by two. And you have less than half the amount of penalty yards that your opposing team does. And it comes down to a field goal. They should have known, though. They knew on they the took side. The, yeah. But to hey. me, they took their foot off the gas. And this that's, is, that's this is the worry that's with Mike Zimmer. He is not an aggressive guy. He's He might lose his job in the season. I, I'm, I'm going to call it right now. Uh, if they lose next week, they start off 0-3 and he will be fired. Yeah, because this team has so much talent, so much potential. It, I think it's Zimmer holding Can we back. talk about talent and potential in a person that I have been screaming about for three years? Let's hear it. Rondale Moore, who is now everyone's favorite fantasy football pickup, a guy that I have been talking about since his high school game tape, is here in the NFL, a guy who I said was the best receiver in this draft. Yep. Got drafted by the Cardinals, and I was worried. I was like, he's going to get buried in this depth chart. But they, as, they manufacture plays to get him the ball. Because he's... And I, I don't take this lightly when I say it. He is Alvin Kamara-esque with the ball in his hands. Yeah, I don't think there was one time he had possession and didn't juke at least one guy. He's Because even when he didn't break up a yard, he just wanted the juke to show his off. His problem is health, but because he doesn't have to play every snap on the field and he's not getting 40 targets a game like he was at Purdue. Because That's there's not an other, issue. You have Hopkins, you have Green, you, you have Kirk, you have a lot of weapons there. a lot there. of guys, and there's, there's going to be so much there. I love Rondell Moore, and I'm so happy I get to take this little victory lap for you, buddy. You're going to be the clear-cut number two on this team by the end of the season. Which would be great to see, yeah. which he deserves. Let's move on to our last NFL game that we're going to recap. It is the Packers versus Lions. Let's go, Aaron Rodgers. You're back, baby. I'm sold. I'm back in, baby. Let's go. You know Matt LaFleur <laughs> is undefeated against the Lions since he took over head coaching? You know, it's, 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 a, it's a stat that you would feel is right, but it's just good knowing. I think Jason Garrett could be undefeated against the Lions. Hey, no, I will give it to the Lions this week. They kept up for one half of football. You know, they, they do that. Quintez Cephas looked great. He's, he stepped he, up to he be, be the— do, He'd be doing that sometimes. Yeah, he stepped up to be the guy in uh, in Detroit. Rodgers, though, is just—oh, God. He's so this, is, this is Look, what we knew was going to come back. I'm a guy who owns Aaron Rodgers and uh, Aaron Jones in leagues, and— I'm a guy who took a step back, and I was like, if I get one Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones touchdown, good week. Didn't need them to go off like this. Didn't need it at all. No, I did. I was down by 30 in one league. And Started Aaron them? Jones and Robert Tanyan. Oh, my goodness. Robert Tanyan with the touchdown. <laughs> Five Jones touchdowns with... collectively. I won by 10. It That's was great. Shout out to the fantasy football gods. Sometimes they taketh like last week with the Packers, and they giveth. Uh, I'm going to say something huge. Maybe the most controversial thing you'll hear me say on this podcast this What's week. What's up? Jared Goff's good. Yeah, no, I, I Jared Goff's good. Goff isn't bad. I almost threw up when I said that. No, I, I didn't say Goff. I don't like Goff. I don't think he is going to be an elite quarterback, but he's a solid game manager. He's a game manager. And that's okay. That's and okay. that's all he has can, to be. You can be successful. He, Alex Smith is one of the most beloved quarterbacks ever. And he was Der- just Derek a Carr. Game. We talked about how lo- much we love Derek Carr. And he's the best version of a game. Well, Tom Brady's the best game manager to ever play ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Like, that's what he is. Yeah. Um, but Derek Carr is a high-end game manager. Which is great. Yeah. And it, you can win games. You can make a career on that. It's just... The Lions don't have a defense. They, they let Aaron Jones first drive of Green Bay, six carries for 30 yards for Aaron it's Jones. because they had two high safeties because they, they're afraid of the receivers. And, and 
Green Bay, and Green Bay quickly realized they're like, oh, everyone has to play too high safety because they have to watch out for the Aaron Rodgers bombs. So we're just gonna run the ball down their throat, which makes sense. Which all right, so I'm gonna I want to get into this. Oh, I'll get into it after. I want to talk about the defense of the Packers. The defense of the Packers is bad, and I think it's going to stay bad this year. I forgot the linebacker they just picked up, but I think he's a decent spot fill for um, Smith going out. Yeah, like he he's he's decent, but. Um, King was nearly the death of this team, in my opinion. Yeah, Kevin, uh, King's Kevin King has shown multiple times that he can't cover shit. No, that, and that's that's a big reason why the Lions were able to get ahead early. But I forget their rookie they just drafted. He, um, yeah, the Georgia kid. Yeah, the Georgia yeah. kid. Three passes defended when he was out on the field as a yeah. rookie. He was there making a big he was there play. Making plays, bro. Yeah, he stopped Jair the goal Alexander's line pass. Too. He's a top five corner in the league. They just need to make adjustments. Amos they have talent on that defense. They just have I to just figure like their it out. Scheme. Yeah, I'm not happy. But, all right. Um, I want to talk about one more thing about this game. It is the commentating. If you're not watching the Manning broadcast, get out of my face. That is hilarious. The Peyton Manning and Eli two. Manning, they have interviews with Gronkowski, who gives you tidbits like, I never watch film. Or Brett Favre talking about, and Brett Favre's not a cool guy on the internet right now. He's been saying some crazy stuff, but... Brett Favre saying, yeah, I, I didn't even, every time on third down, I just threw it a deep post every single week. And I was like, yeah, that's why you lead the world in interceptions. But it's also why he was one of the greatest gunslingers. So when it worked, it they, worked. They break down football from the genius brains that they have. And it's so funny hearing Eli Manning talk about like, oh, I wouldn't have done that in this situation. And you can immediately think of 40 situations that played out where he did the exact opposite of what the fuck he just said. It's beautiful football magic. Magicry, right in front. Magicry is not a word, no, but I'm going to say it anyway. It works. It's amazing. It could be because I have a love boner for the Manning family, but like it's there, baby. They break down. This is. I want them to take over the Joe Buck. I want them I want to take them over to take, everything. Yeah, like they need. I want to be them to be red zone instead of Andrew Siciliano and his big eared. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck that guy. I'm very angry this week. <laughs> I can tell you just have a lot of hate in your heart this week. It's Every okay. week I see Red Zone and I'm so happy. I'm like, oh, I get to I get to watch Red Zone, eight hours of un, un, uninterrupted football, and I see this 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 ugly motherfucker every week and i'm i I get so mad i'm I'm fine if he reads out the highlight for you like oh while we were away this happened he gives so much commentate over the commentators he gives so much salt and attitude i don't want it if you know who'd be the best i want bill burr to do a rated r red zone like commentary and i want him to just do eight hours of bits and jokes I, that's what I want. Or hire me. I'll do it. Me oh and Don will do it. Um, are you ready to move on to the most important game of the week? Most important game of the week? Uh, UCLA versus Fresno State. We got free tickets to go to this game. Let's, yeah, we were there. Let's blow past it real fast. We went to this game. We met a bunch of other gamblers. We made a bet, and I hit it, Betty. Yeah, no, plus, we, plus we, we we both made some money on this yeah. game because I bet it live while we were there. Did you love the environment? This was your first college football game. Did you love well, the environment? Yeah, no, it was my first D1 college game. Yeah. And it was insane to see um, a lot. Like, the student section was going nuts. Yeah, both it sides. Was, yeah, both sides because half of Fresno, like half the stadium was Fresno State at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, half Great of Fresno game to State see. was there. If you can show up to a Rose Bowl game, I think it's worth it because there's not a bad scene in that house. It's beautiful. Great to watch. 
all the credit to Jake Hanner, for, uh, quarterback for Fresno State. Leading the country in passing yards. That's insane to me, and that's why UCLA... He's played was, Oregon and UCLA this year. Yeah, and is able to been punch them in the he, face both he times. He is a great quarterback. Yeah, he, he looked borderline NFL caliber because he took some nasty hits and forgot about it and was able to make the throws that were needed. Did not make any huge, huge mistakes. Yeah. It was a fun game, bro. Yeah, it was a great and game it, to see. It, it's bad for the Pac-12, but is it great for us? Absolutely. We got to interact with some fans. We got to really feel the sports environment for the first time while doing this podcast. Like, it was great. Yeah, because we started with COVID, and it was the first time where it was yeah. kind of safe, kind of fun to go out. Yeah. Um, and you'll definitely hear about us going to more games very soon. Maybe some, you know, baseball playoff games. Ooh. But let's move on to Beast of the Week. of the week all right don i'm gonna start with my beast of the week i'm going with matt corral old Miss's quarterback he threw for 355 passing yards three passing touchdowns on top of that had 13 carries for 68 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns goodness i love this man no, he's this, from that's... ventura california all best quarterbacks from california a lot of them are because we come with some creative guys. Mine's going to be OA on the Ravens. I have to give it to him. Goddamn Homer. Oh, I am going to be Homer this week. You know what? I earned it. We beat the Chiefs. I have <laughs> earned this. <laughs> but no, he led all uh, rookies in uh, quarterback pressures last week. This week he comes up with a big game-winning play. Also was the guy who tackled Mahomes to give Mahomes uh, his first ever interception in September. Yeah. was the one who got him off balance. He's the third highest uh, PFF grade out of rook out of all rookies this week. He's great. They, just an amazing time, and it was. I, I'm so glad we got him. Let's move on to Trash Man of the Week. Don, who is your Trash Man of the Week? Something I mentioned to you almost like a, quite a few days ago. So we'll see if you remember. Okay. okay. Tim Timmons. I remember this Tim man. Timmons. This man is his real name. <laughs> <laughs> Umpire versus the Yankees versus the Orioles game on Wednesday night. Yeah. And this might be the first time in my life I've ever seen a grounds crew for a baseball game ejected. The yeah. Orioles grounds crew was ejected at the beginning of the ninth inning because uh, they came out onto the field and hid behind the foul ball territory tarp because there was an announcement that was given out to a few people that there was rain coming in. Yes. They all got prepped. The umpire didn't like them there. Literally pointed at them and spent like 10, 20 seconds yeah. telling him to get out of his field. Yeah. Multiple times pointing to the fence. Did the uh, Tim you're out of there. Tim Timmons. And it started raining immediately when he left the field. <laughs> That's awesome. It rained immediately after like he left Like, within the field. a minute. It was almost like God was like, this game's not happening. Exactly, which is insane. I love Prevented it. Prevented these guys from doing their jobs. Tim Timmons might just be the best name I've ever heard, though. It reminds me That can't me be of, a real name. No. It's, it's like Dick Dickinson. Oh, it reminds... Oh, what was it from uh, Fairly Odd Parents when we were kids? I don't remember. Um, Doug Dimadome. Oh, Doug Dimadome, <laughs> home of the Dimsdale Dimadome. That's Love like... It. I just saw this dude's name. Like, who are you as a human and what led you to this place? My, my trash man of the week is Clyde Edwards Elaire. He went 13 for 46, a game-losing fumble. You're absolute trash. And this is a guy who was... I wouldn't say I'm high, I was high on him last year. Um... I think he has shown me multiple times that he is not the guy. He's shown fantasy owners. He's not the guy even last year when they were like, we should just go get Le'Veon Bell because we don't trust this guy. I think you're about to see Clyde edwards Lair become unstartable very, very soon. Ooh, that's a yeah. big one. Let's move on to predict the future. Um, we're going to go over some games that we think are going to go down this week, how we think they're going to go down. Let's start with the Thursday night game, uh, Panthers versus Texans. I've said it before. Panthers are going 3-0, and it's glorious. 
Sam Darnold's playing nice. He's playing nice, bro. No, I, I see the Texans um, just not doing much in this game. They are starting their rookie quarterback this Davis week. Davis Mills, uh, let's go Stanford. Yeah, hey, you're Stanford boy, but I just don't see much hope there. Uh, Panthers defense, I think, is underrated. The number one defense in fantasy football. Yeah, I think they will feast on the Texans this week. Go get your Panthers defense. Trust me. Um, this poor guy's going to throw like three picks. We both had the Panthers. He did not look good. And hearts out to Tyrod Taylor, though. I absolutely Dude, Tyrod's love him. balling, bro. Tyrod had Super he's Bowl only, champion. He's People on the IR that. now. No, he yeah. was Super Bowl champion with the Ravens. Yeah, I know. Like, Super I, Bowl I, champion. People we'll forget. forget him, but it's just I, I wish he had a better career. Like There's so too. much unfortunate yeah. circumstances he's, he's with good, this guy. Bro. He, he's, he gets no disrespect from me. Yeah, yeah. Um, both of us have Panthers. Both of us have Panthers. If this you game. if you had to predict a score, what would the score be? You think? I think everyone's been talking about how every primetime game has been really good and really close. That means we're due for a blowout. Twenty eight ten. Twenty eight ten. I think that's a beautiful score. I would take. I would take fourteen. Fourteen to thirty one. I can see that. Yeah, so around, around that same score. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey is about to destroy the Texans. Oh yeah, they're going to get ahead early and just ground pound for the rest of the game. Let's move on to the next game. It is the Chargers versus the Chiefs division rivalry. The Chargers want to show that they can compete with you know the big brother that they're not the little guy anymore. Even though the Raiders are two and zero, Raiders fans will tell you that, and Broncos fans will be like, "Hey, we're here as well." We all know what this division is going to crack down to. Yeah, it's going to crack mainly these two. Raiders will be relevant. They will be. I and think. maybe even the Broncos might be. Broncos have the defense to be relevant, in yeah. my opinion. And, I mean, a productive offense. We'll, yeah, we'll get efficient offense, yeah. but we'll get there later. Um, but, no, Chiefs-Chargers, I think this will be a great game, a big shootout. I think it will be close only for a half, though. I think Chargers are just not there. They're for, not ready for it. Well, for an Andy Reid Mahomes coming off a loss I've, pissed off. Game. I've seen the Herbert regression. I don't love what I've seen out of it the past two weeks. <laughs> He's forced some throws, some throws that I don't love. Now, I still think he's a really good quarterback. It's just a sophomore slump. Don't freak out. He's still going to make some big plays. It's just I don't think this is the Justin Herbert that people think that they were going to get this year, including me. Yeah, but we are we are seeing a lot more productivity. I think a big reason is Allen, at least last mm-hmm. week on the eye test, slipped on a lot of routes, was yeah. not there where he needed to be, and, and that's a big hit on the offense. They need offense. to get the running game going with Austin Eckler. I know Austin Eckler's not known for running the ball efficiently. But you need to keep a defense honest. You got to. Uh, even if Justin it's not Je- Eckler. Just, yeah. Justin yeah. Jefferson or Justin Jackson, Jackson or Alavia. Joshua Kelly. Or Joshua Kelly. Just have get, them it, get, figure something out. Pick up out. the two yards on first yeah. down. Does not matter if you it keeps the defense ready. Keep the defense ready. honest, baby. Uh, yeah, I think I also have to take Mahomes. He's ne- he's never lost back-to-back games. Yeah, it never just doesn't happen. Never lost back-to-back games. So I have to give the Chiefs a win. Uh, let's move on to the next game. It is the Seahawks versus the Vikings. Place your bets on the over, kids, because it's going again. Um, I love this game. This is all what I want out of football. Just just terrible hits coming from the quarterback. Both quarterbacks just getting abused while also throwing long bomb touchdowns to primetime receivers and no running game, but like little spots of running game. I love this game. It's filthy. It's ugly. I can't wait to watch the Vikings win. I'm I'm going to take the Seahawks here. Just it, suddenly, my gut tells me that they will. You're taking the safe pick. Not even the safe pick because I don't know if there is a safe pick in this game. I think safe, it's going to come down to the same thing. Here's Vikings, my Cardinals. reasoning: if the Vikings go zero and three, Zimmer's like gone. I said, Zimmer's might be gone, and that's why I think and I'm Kirk, rooting for the Seahawks. Kirk, this might be the beginning of Kirk leaving town. Which and I, I, don't, I don't think he will. I don't think he needs to. I think that he's in a good situation, just needs a better coach uh, on the helm there. We'll see. 
But no, I would love to see the Seahawks with a win here to get Zimmer out of there and let this team fulfill what they could be. They, yeah, but that means it's a huge tank on the year because there's no coach that's going to help them win games immediately. Hey, Interim, tradi- I was right, gonna say, yeah. traditionally speaking, interim head coaches win more than the that's coach true. who got fired that's halfway true. through the season. It's let's, only the only way to go is up for the Vikings. Let's move on to the game that should be the Sunday night football game, but they can't give the Rams back to back Sunday night football or you know multiple Sunday night football games. Uh, the Bucks versus Rams. I have the Bucks here by a good amount, actually. Okay, so you don't think this game's as close? Are you on I the camp that the Rams aren't as good as people think? No, no, I love the Rams, but their two big issues are ones the Bucks can exploit. Okay. The Rams cannot run the ball well, and especially with Daryl Henderson gone, it's going to be Sony Michelle Henry. He might play though. He has bruised He's getting, ribs. Yeah. That's not that's not a game you want to go against a defense who likes to punish. You don't like people. Xavier Jones? I have nothing against Xavier Jones, yeah. but I'm just looking yeah, at. Yeah, I feel you. He's not. He's uh, not yeah, going to yeah, go against Vita Vea and Hadamik and Sue. Well, no, like, that's and, just not a good yeah, spot for him to be in. Um, James so it's going to be a Devin lot White. on Stafford's arm, and which can work. This will turn to a shootout, but the Bucks are able to move the ball efficiently. Fournette has looked like a different kind of running back this season. I think it's going to come down to possession, which the Rams have not been able to do possession time at all this season. No, they like scored too 10. fast. Yeah. Yeah, they're down minus 10, minus um, 20 on the season. I, th- I think Sean McVay wants to show the league like he's this team is real. They're a real contender. They're going to try to stay undefeated. They're going to try to keep the Buccaneers on their toes. I don't love what I've seen from this Buccaneers defense, though. No, the, They've it's been scored on up. by two offenses that have shown they're not as explosive as But they're able to make teams. the big play. They that, are able to make the, the big, big play. Thing. I am taking the Rams to win this game, though. I'll take the Buccaneers on that. That's it's fine. just there's too much in my gut telling me the Rams. That and the special teams. No, I it's feel just you. yeah, the special teams possession run game, just not I enough just, going I for I don't me. believe in that Buck secondary as much as other people do. I'm starting my my Rams receivers and I'm expecting Robert Woods to have a bigger week. I know you haven't heard that name in the last two weeks, but get ready because they're gonna analyze Cooper Cup, shut him down, and Robert Woods is gonna get some catches. Baby. I think Higby will do well. They, like the Higby tight end role is gonna be vital to this game. Um, our last game that we're gonna cover is the Packers versus 49ers. I'm not sure how this became the Sunday night game. I I do because it's a, just gonna be a big game between two just teams. like two historic teams exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't love the 49ers. They're hurt. They literally don't have a running back to start this week. Jermichael Hasty? No, he's hurt. He's gone. out. He's out. Trey Sermon, out. gone. Um, Raheem Moser, out for season. That other guy, uh, the, the Rocket, what is his name? Um, oh, Elijah Moore. No. Yeah. I, whoever I think, the, that I think guy it was that, Elijah, yeah, the and, rookie that they, the second, the other rookie that they yeah, had, he's he, injured. He, he might play, though. He's probably going to play. Him and Trey Sermon are looking like the best bets because Sermon can, in theory, come back. If if he passes the concussion protocol. But I'm not just, excited for this. Ayukin has not showed Ayukin. Ayuk has not shown up well for this I, team. They're forced to throw the ball this week. They and have it's to. going to be Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. And, this is and a def- that's a defense that will be able to contain it, I feel, a little the bit. The Packers defense isn't necessarily great. Um, so I think they will find success in, in ways. Look, I think Aaron Rodgers wants to put on another show in primetime. This is a 49ers team that does know how to mess with him a little bit, but they don't have the same pieces that they did in that divisional game that beat Aaron Rodgers. In fact, they have very few of them in the back end. Aaron Rodgers is going to air it out. I'm expecting another four-plus touchdown game from him. It wouldn't surprise me at all in this situation. Green Bay looks like the the better pick here. All right, let's move on to fantasy sits and starts of the week. We're going to start with our starts. Um, Don, who is your starting quarterback 
right now. I think it's going to be both of ours, realistically. If you're not okay. starting Sam Darnold against I'm the not, Texans. I'm not picking Sam Darnold. Really? It was too easy. It, it you, is should a, be Sam, you should be starting Sam Darnold every week. No, I don't think so. I 100% <laughs> don't think so, but you he has made a big improvement. Quarterback, quarterback nine on the season. He's averaging 19.5 fantasy points a game. He's, he's thrown for he's solid. He's thrown for 300 yards two weeks in a row. I don't think he's going to keep up the pace over the season, but against a Texans defense that cannot stop anything, yeah, he's fine. Start 100% three elite maybe. weapons. My, my uh, start of the week is Jared Goff. Jared Garf. Jared Garf. Um, look, Jared Goff. He showed me over two weeks he's more than capable of leading a fantasy team to some solid points. Look, it's gonna feel nasty. You're gonna feel like you're 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 at a strip club, you know, dancing, and you're like, I don't, I, this feels dirty, it feels grimy, but let it go. You're gonna get what you're there for, you know. You're gonna finish. I'm gonna tip my hat into something later. I'm taking the Ravens money. Or I'm taking the Ravens on a spread bet later. Yeah. Because Goff is quarterback. Okay. Well, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But I'm going you against Goff. I don't. I don't trust what, Goff. What is What is your bottom line? You don't think Jared Goff finishes as a what a top twelve quarterback? I think he finishes outside the top seventeen. I will make that bet because Goff has only played Baltimore once. Okay. In that game, two interceptions, no touchdowns, and that's when he was playing on the Rams with their elite defense. Okay. Or their bet, elite offense. You want to bet a smelling salt on it? Oh. I have a pack of smelling salts in my car. Loser has to crack one beginning of the podcast. Down. All right. Let's run it. Are we running 17? 17. All right. All That's right. the golf line, That's 17. All right. Golf line, 17. Uh, who is your starting running back of the week? Starting running back of the week, I'm going Homer. Tyson Williams. He's still available because a lot of people are still on the fence about him. Start him. We saw Aaron Jones put up 115 total yards against this Lions defense and four touchdowns. Yeah. Williams, I don't think will do that. No. But there's he's ceiling. not Aaron Jones. He's there's not a Aaron, top five running back. No, but there's ceiling there. There's a lot of opportunity there. He is a lead back. He showed that. The Ravens want to put the ball in his hand. He's an efficient runner, and the Lions do not stop the run. They I like not. him a lot here. I'm starting Miles Gaskin. Look, I know it feels gross. It's another nasty one. Um, I just feel like I need to take a shower it's, after it's, talking it's, to you it's, it's a very dirty start this week. Uh, I We're not going to ESPN. We're not going to Bleacher Report. We're not giving you the, yeah, you should start Derrick Henry. Uh, no, we're giving you like real questions you like have about guys, your team. You can go after waiver wire picks if well, you need not, a stream. You, you, most people have Miles Gaskin. But like no one knows, no, like some people have the luxury of not starting him. True, start him. He's going to get a ton of touches. That's catches. That's rushing yards. I don't think Tua Tungavaloa is going to play. But Jacoby Brissett is better than what he showed last week. I Brissett think, showed it when he played for the Colts. He yes, can move he, the ball well. The Patriots. He can move the ball when he's given time to like understand the offense he will understand he will move miles gaskin will get a ton of touches that's what i look for in a running back a guy who can get 15 plus touches is someone i'd take over a guy who's really good but only gets eight that's just me that's a solid option um i'm gonna move on to my starting running back or my starting wide receiver uh of the week i'm gonna go with marvin jones jr yeah look lavishka chenault might play but i think it's like one of these like Fugazi situations where like, yeah, he might play, but he's not going to get a ton of work. He has a shoulder injury. He's going to play, but he'll get seven snaps. Yeah. 
Marvin Jones has showed that he's the number one passing weapon in this offense. DJ Chark has disappeared just like we both said he would. Um, with another weapon down, I expect him to get 10-plus targets. I am trading for him actively in every league I have. Go get yourself a Marvin Jones Jr. and start him tonight. No, it's not a bad option there. For my wide receiver, we already gushed about Rondell Moore a lot for the Cardinals. So, well, I, I, Someone's been reading Bleacher Report. You're going to tell me Rondell Moore is your... Uh, no. No, no, we already gushed about him enough. Like if you're, yeah. like we, he's going to be the number two. Yeah, I'm going with a different pick. I'm going Zach Pascal for the Colts. All right, baby, I love it. He's been the <laughs> most, he's been the most consistent Colts wide receiver so far. He's caught 82 percent of passes but, thrown but his Don, way. Michael Pittman's really good. Michael Pittman will get more yards. Pascal's seen the three touchdowns in two games so far. But that's he what is Carson their red Wentz. zone what if guy. Carson Wentz doesn't play. If Carson Eason will go for the bigger body receiver, he's not going to push I, the ball downfield and take a lot of risk. I will say it. Pascal's our best receiver. He's he's the most consistent. That's what I feel. He's our best one. Um, I like that pick, Don. Yeah, uh, also, Titans allow the most yards to receivers so far this season. Yeah, they're It's matchup as well. Uh, Don, who's your tight end start of the week? I've gone back and forth on this a lot. If you're going for a ceiling play, I'm saying Austin Hooper. Titan's so dirty to do. It's, it's very tough yeah. to do. You're scraping the barrel some weeks, but I say Hooper for the Browns. I was very Wide receiver core is banged up on the Browns a lot. Uh, you have Landry, who I think is going on IR. He's as well. on IR. He's, he's IR. Odell is just not. He's coming back, but I, I, I think he's this just is one a, of those things. He's not going to be 100 percent yet. I yeah, feel. I think it's a Fugazi play. Like they're going to hype him up, and Odell's back, and he'll get a couple target, like forced targets, and then by the second half, you're going to be like, oh, Odell really only got like five targets, two catches for 15 yards. Exactly. They're going to try to make sure the defense knows he's there yeah. to pull off Meanwhile, some of these guys. Cooper will get like five catches for like 38 yards and two touchdowns, which is enough. He led the Browns in targets last week. The minute yeah. uh, with with Landry out, I think he. He does it again. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you. If you're going for a safer pick, O'Shaughnessy on Jacksonville. He's been quietly He's been consistent. He's out. He's out this week. He's out. He's injured. That's what that's what I was talking about. <sighs> a number one option gone. Yeah. Um that trust I, me. I, no, but I think just keep him. It yeah, doesn't no, matter if he's stash out. Him, stash keep him. that guy because Lawrence loves him. Jack Doyle is my pick. Um look, I love Jack Doyle. Get ready. He had a ton of dump offs. If Carson Wentz plays, he's already shown he loves to throw it to white boy tight ends. He's the prototypical one who just finds his own and gets his catches. If he doesn't play, then guess what? Jacob Eason, a struggling rookie quarterback who will throw to a wide-open tight end. The Colts have shown they like to get tight ends involved. Jack Doyle is on his last year of his contract. He wants to get some plays. I think this is a reliable target that will definitely end up with four catches for sure. I feel terrible about this. Mm -hmm. He's my sit for tight end. That's fine. We'll talk about that when we get to your sit. Sounds good. Uh, let's talk about your start defense of the week. Panthers defense. I'm going easy. The 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 most defenses are pretty much taken up for a lot of these weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have to be a week ahead, so if the one I see is viable right now, Panthers. Tyrod's on IR. No, for sure. David Davis Mills is going to get feasted on. Mine is the Cardinals. Cardinals are not owned in most leagues. They're only owned in 36 percent of leagues. I don't know how. Like this, this they're matchup numbers, looks beautiful. It, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, rookie quarterbacks are turnover machines. This defense is amazing at turn at getting turnovers. They're kind of like that Dallas. Dallas is also like a sneaky good start because they get a bunch of interceptions. Mm-hmm. But here's the reason why the the Cardinals are so much better. Don, you've been very quick to point out that the Jacksonville offensive line and Trevor Lawrence like to see the grass. Guess who has a really good defensive line? The oh, Cardinals Arizona showed in week Cardinals. one. 
they're going to repeat. They're going to get some juicy sack numbers. They're a defense I am actively targeting. For oh, without week. a doubt. Um, let's talk about the sits. Don, play some like sad, like bum 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 music when we get here. Okay, not 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 the Price is Right music though. Yeah. <laughs> um, my quarterback sit of the week is Ryan Tannehill. Look. He's played very bad. I've expected him to have a giant uh, regression this season. I didn't think he'd be this bad. Look, I know he's playing a Colts defense that has play- showed that they give up big plays. And A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are there, big play receivers. He will have a touchdown. He will play okay. He will not blow up. He will do okay. And that's not what you want from a Ryan Tannehill for what you drafted him at. If you can find another option, A, Sam Darnold or a Jared Goff, those are guys I would rather play over Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill's only averaged 14.9 fantasy points a game. That's abysmal for a quarterback so far. Uh, who's your starting, uh, your, your sit quarterback? My sit quarterback this week is Matt Ryan. I know the Giants are bad. Yes. And a lot of people are looking at streamable options in Matt Ryan. Don't. He has a f- We've seen his floor in week one. With just abysmal numbers, his leading touchdown receiver is the linebacker on the Buccaneers. Oh, he, yeah. What's that stat? Like, he has one touchdown to Calvin Ridley. He has one touchdown to uh, Cordell Patterson and two touchdowns to Edwards. To Brian Edwards, or not uh, Dave Ed- Edwards or something like that. Yeah, on it's, the Buccaneers. It's it's amazing. It, it's his entire— Mike he Edwards. Doesn't, yeah, Mike Edwards. He doesn't run and the Mike ball. Mike Edwards plays for the Buccaneers defense, if anyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. No, Matt Ryan does not is not able to escape the pocket, is not able to run down the field, so his... Uh, Let, can I play devil's avocados? He does end up in garbage time, and we know garbage time is beauty time in, in fantasy football. That's where you get your bread and butters. That's why I love Jared Goff this week. But that's why I'm looking at this Atlanta Giants matchup. I don't think there'll be garbage time. I think this will be a close game down to the end. With they playing? Neither, they're playing the Giants, and the Giants oh, have yeah. a good defense, Damn. but a bad offense. I think... This his entire fantasy outlook for Matt Ryan is going to be based on touchdowns. Giants do not allow a lot. They're not going to put up a lot. It'll be a gross, ugly, low-scoring game here. Who is your sit running back of the week? My sit running back, if you're able to, mm-hmm. Antonio Gibson. I know people drafted him high. If you're mm-hmm. able to pivot to another option, pivot to another are, option are here. Are you scared of the uh, McKissick? It's because of McKissick. It's 100% McKissick-driven. They are playing Buffalo. Uh, they are going to be playing from behind a good amount of time. Buffalo showed they shut down Najee Harris. They shut down Miles Gaskin. I think they probably They can take will. away the run game, and they like to put up points. It will be McKissick thrown to a lot. Yes. If you're able to start McKissick, do it. He will be a PPR machine. If you have to start Gibson, Gibson will get touches. He will get there. He, he might even the sneak ball. in for a touchdown. Yes, without a doubt. But if you have a better ceiling option... Go with somebody else. I got you. Um, what my running back sit of the week is Leonard Fournette. A lot of people are starting to buy in, like, oh, he catches the ball now. Look, this Rams defense does one thing better than anything. They shut down the running game. They shut down. Uh, David Montgomery had, like, a few big runs, but, like, really didn't have a great day. He had 100 yards, but, like, David Montgomery's a great running back. What they did against Jonathan Taylor in that offensive line for the Colts made them look silly. Oh, they bullied him. They bullied him. Jonathan Taylor looked terrible. They're going to do the same thing for Leonard Fournette. This is not a high upside run, uh, running back. People are playing him. They're flexing him. They're putting him at their number two. This is a tough defense, and I don't trust what Leonard Fournette gives me. It's about time that they switch running backs. That's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do. It's Ronald Jones week now. 
Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, my sit, uh, my sit wide receiver of the week is Corey Davis. Look, I know he's the only option there. Uh, Crowder might be back, so that's another crowd, you know, in in is another in New York. feed. I just don't love him against this Denver secondary. This is one of the best secondaries in football. They shut down guys. They'll shut down even the best of receivers, so they can shut down a Corey Davis. I'm expecting less than three catches this week for Corey Davis. No, I could definitely see that. I'm going a little bit. Um, one that I feel that you should just not look at Jalen Waddle this week. I know he's been consistent, same, like, but it's the same argument I'm going to make about Brandon Cooks. It's okay. the same argument I make a lot about receivers who are starting with brand new quarterbacks. They don't have the. There's no. There's not a lot of chemistry, and so they're going to go for easy options that are going to be consistent and close to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Waddle is not that. He is a good downfield threat. Well, Waddle was doing really good when Tua was the quarterback. Like last yeah. week, he was starting to get some some traction, starting to get some catches, and then once Jacoby came in, nothing. Because Jacoby does not throw the ball downfield super well. No, he doesn't. Well. He, doesn't he likes to keep things to the line of yeah. scrimmage. Gasicki's in play for the Dolphins, in my opinion. It, running backs who could come out of the backfield for this offense are uh, going to be decent there. Mm-hmm. But Waddle's a deep threat guy. He is not going to be viable with if Brissett plays. Uh, and your tight end, we already know it's Jack Doyle. Your sit tight end. Yes. It's, Why? What, if Wentz does not play, I do not trust Jack Doyle to get yards on plays. his own. I don't think Wentz plays at all. He did put up eight targets, 64 yards. That's a great tight yeah. end day. The Titans take away tight ends pretty well. There's only been one catch allowed against the Titans by a tight end, and it went for three yards. Yeah. They take away that position. I do not see Jacob Eason throwing to Jack Doyle too much. I, I think Mo Ali Cox is going to be the better he, move. For he might the Colts. be the big monster that, that they get. And I just he's know. gonna try to find the biggest dude on the field. Doyle's not the biggest just, guy on the field. I definitely went and found like the guy that is owned by no one in Jack Doyle, and I was like, look, he's gonna get open. I know he's gonna get four plus targets because that's what Jacob Eason likes to do. He likes to check down the ball. And unless it's Hines, that's the only person that's going to steal it from him. Yeah, I could see four targets to Doyle, but I don't think he'll catch most of them. I think, I think the coverage will be there. I think he could sneak also in for a touchdown, but at that point, you know, I understand what it's you're hard, saying. It's hard to play yeah. a touchdown-dependent tight end. For sure. Like, you're just shooting sure. fish in a barrel. You can say that about any tight end. Exactly. My sit tight end, though, is Logan Thomas. Not a bad move. You probably have to start him. But against the Bills, they shut down tight ends as well. This year, they're great against tight ends. Have been stopping guys like Eric Ebron. You heard of him yet? No, you haven't. Pat Furman, you haven't heard of him because the Bills shut him down. Guess who the Bills played last week? Mike Kosicki. Guess who didn't have a lot of production last week? Mike Kosicki. Logan Thomas isn't even as talented as Mike Kosicki. They're going to shut him down. It's going to break. Look, just avoid starting Logan Thomas this week. I'm yeah, sorry. No, I feel it. What um, is your st- sit-down defense? My sit league? is being started by a good amount of people. It's a Cleveland defense. I know I've normally hyped them oh. up. I'm going with this. Something feels wrong about the Chicago game. Oh. Chicago does not make a, too many back-breaking turnovers. No. If it's Dalton out there, which they've openly said, if Dalton's healthy, yeah. he's, he's going to be, be the starter. starter. Yeah. Dalton knows how to check down. Mm-hmm. He knows how to avoid the big hit. He's okay playing a hurry up and Montgomery's a good cat like scat back. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get scored on a lot, but they're not going to have the turnover differential here. So, you have Mooney who could break a game and especially the Brown showed it last week. Mm-hmm. They can get scored on by the big play because they had it happen to them last week. 
Mooney can definitely break off the big play here. Robinson's always going to be consistent no matter who's covering him. Yeah. It's just feels wrong to me in this game I I, 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 I think they're I a low fl- I think they're a low ceiling this week but they're not going to break like you I think it's like so superstitious though that this play it's like it just doesn't feel right it doesn't There's feel no right stats to back it up but just trust me just I some- heard it from a guy under a bridge like it's <laughs> that's what it's feeling like right now but it, Chicago doesn't allow a big defense fantasy wise I'm ex- I'm ex- I I think they're going to shut down the run. I'm not expecting a big day for David Montgomery. Um, but, you know, you got to start David Montgomery if you got him. Yeah. Um, uh, my sit defense of the week is the Colts defense. Look, I know it's, it's like it's, uh, it's, it's Yeah, it's pretty good. It's They're still being started by 83% of teams. Just go get someone else, please, for the love of God. It's going to be bad, and it's going to stay bad for a while. They are a borderline droppable defense for me right now. It's not that the defense is bad, in my opinion. It's just they're put in bad situations. If they're put in bad situations because, especially if Easton's starting, they're not going to score. Yeah, yeah. And if they can't move the ball on offense, defense suffers immensely because they'll be on the they'll be on the field for most. They of the are game. a bend and break defense right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to our last segment of the episode. It is time for the gambling ring. Look. We came off. We started the episode by telling you our averages. I was five and four. Don was three and one. I got ten bets for this week. Ten strong, beautiful Goodness. bets. So, Don, give me your first one so I can go in a few. So, those of you who listen to the podcast, this might be a change. I'm betting a lot with my heart this week. I love it. It's just lines that I'm feeling confident that's the, in. That's the tag of the episode. That's the title. Bet with your heart. That that's what it's going to be yep. this week. Uh, my first big one: Ravens minus nine against the Lions. Lions' biggest weakness has been the ground game. Their corners are bad, but they cannot stop anybody running. What do the Ravens do with everything? They run the ball. They run the no, goddamn ball. It doesn't matter who it is. I think Andrews has taken handoffs at this yeah. point. Um, Goff does not play well against Baltimore, historically speaking. And I trust. I, I am trusting Marlon Humphreys to shut down Quentin Cephas. And uh, outside like of it. that, it's it's just not too many options on Lions to keep up scoring. I'm starting with the Thursday night game. I'm going the Panthers versus Texas. I'm taking the Panthers minus eight. You are also taking this. I game, I love right? this one so much. Yeah, right, that's why so I'm, I'm taking their then. defense and I'm taking Sam Darnold. Like, I, trust I mean, this. We, we show love to the Panthers. We think this is. It's. Like I said, primetime games are due for a blowout. It's time for this one to be a blowout. Let it happen. Davis Mills sacrificed him to the football gods because Sam Darnold's time to shine is here. Yeah, for this running. week. Um, let me go to another bet. I have the Titans versus Colts. I don't know if you guys noticed this this episode, but I might be fading the Colts a lot this week. I'm taking the <laughs> Titans minus five versus the uh, Colts. I will take it up to minus seven and a half is what I'd take it to. That's not bad. Um, I'm also going to go with the Ravens versus Detroit over at 49.5. Look, I talked about how Jared Goff will score touchdowns. Yes, they only scored 17 this week, but the Ravens are probably going to score like 31 or 35. If, That's if the, the Ravens over. get the chance to run up games, they do. Because they they're a ground-and-pound offense. It runs the clock out, but they if like they score, embarrassing they score. People. It's, it's not a, a bad move. Don, what's your next bet? My next one, I'm taking the Raiders minus four against the Dolphins. Two is like out for bet. this game. If they're bringing up Jacoby Brissett, the Raiders pass rush has been there. It is a real thing with Max Crosby. Yep. It is solid. Dolphins looked shaky last week against the Bills pass rush. They turned the ball I'm over a lot. flabbergasted that this is minus four. I think it's a, it's a similar thing to I am at the Raiders right now. You're looking historically not mm. just this season. Mm. They're a hangover team. We've talked about they it. They are a hangover team. They're not, they're not their elite yet but they will punish a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. 
that was on my card. That was one of my 10 bets, so I'll move on to the next one. It is the Browns versus Bears. I know you said you have this gut feeling about the Browns versus Bears game. I'm taking the Browns minus 7. And look, I've been down on the Browns. You've been high on them, but I think they handle this game with ease. Uh, I think they win by 10. It I wouldn't surprise win. me if they win yeah. by 10. He's I just staying away from it. I, I just you. don't think Chicago's going to make a lot of mistakes. They're just not going to move the ball well, and mm-hmm. you're not going to get the fantasy points for a defense. I, yeah, I, yeah that's I agree. That's more my point, yeah. yeah. Um, Don, do you have any other bets? Uh, I got two more. Okay, let's hear them. Big one. I don't know how this line is that it is, so put all your money on it, in my opinion. Cardinals minus seven over Jacksonville. I love it. I don't know how the line is this close. Because they play close games. They play to their competition. They're the Steelers of the NFC. A little bit, but the Cardinals' pass attack is terrifying. It is bad. And Trevor Lawrence, to me, has looked like one of the worst rookie quarterbacks this season. 50% completion rate, four touchdowns to five interceptions. He looks bad. He's got nothing with a terrible coach that won't get any of his wide receiver separations. It's more an indictment on Urban Meyer than Trevor Lawrence to me. I'm not because I've seen the reads. I've seen him do what he can. He has no time. Time. He has he no, has no rec- O-line and a bad coach. Yeah. And he's a he rookie. Receivers, though. Well, yeah. And he's a rookie. That's the biggest the It's just I see a trifecta. lot of Peyton Manning's rookie year in this guy right now. Exactly. Like, um, I think Lawrence has a viable career later. I think they but just not need to week. realize Urban Meyer, get him the USC job, and get Joe Brady down there in Jacksonville soon. That would work well. My next few picks, I have the Rams versus Buccaneers. I'm taking the under at 56 and a half. I know I was talking about how much they're going to score, but 56 and a half. That's a high margin. Last week, I was all about the Cowboys uh, Chargers over at 55. And then it hit me that day. And I bet it also. I bet it the Cowboys over under both ways. And I hit because, you know, I'm a douchebag. Um <laughs> I felt it. I knew that they were going to hit the under when that day showed up, and I have the feeling that the Rams-Bucks will be an under game as well. It's going to be one of those where they're going to be forced to air it out it's gonna and be make close, a lot though. of turnovers. It's going to be very close. Like I think the Rams-Bucks total game line will be at like 54, and you'll be like, oh, I barely beat it, you know, Like, but but you beat it, and I think that's what we're going to be at. Not um, a bad one. And my last bet is the Cowboys versus Eagles plus four for the Eagles is what I'm taking. I even have the Eagles maybe even stealing this game. And I know you guys are like, Dio, you've taken the Eagles a couple times. I love Jalen Hurts. I think that this he is a legit starting quarterback in the NFL. And I think that it's a Monday night game. Craziness happens with the Cowboys. I can see that the Cowboys only winning by a field goal. I'm taking the Eagles. Not a bad move. My last one, It's this is my one analytical pick in a lot of ways. Broncos minus 10.5 to the Jets. Broncos have covered both spreads this season. Jets have not covered a spread this season. I'm also betting it as the under just because I... 10 feels like a lot of points, though. 10 does feel like a lot of points, but the Jets do not put up points. If if Zach Wilson had a problem with the New England secondary, I feel very bad for him this week. Exactly. Because Patrick Sertain is that guy right now. He is. Von Miller's been a beast. I think Chubb is going to be healthy for this game. Yeah, Von Miller, three sacks. Quiet three sacks, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. He's just living forever. Um, Denver's offense is beast. Denver's covered five uh, and two against the spread in their last seven games. I'm liking the under as well. Denver has been 7 out of 10 on the under for the last 10 games. And the Jets are 5 and 6 in their last 6 on the under. This will be a low-scoring blowout. Blowout. I have three picks for college because you know me. I love me some college football. I'm going to take Wisconsin versus Notre Dame under at 47. They play each other. It's going to be an ugly Big Ten football game that will not result in a lot of scoring. I will take this under up to... 
44 and a half. Um, I'm also going to bet the Texas A&M versus Arkansas game. Two SEC schools that think that they have real national championship ability. I'm taking Texas A&M to beat them minus five, and I think they're barely going to cover it. I think they win by a touchdown. I think they win by a touchdown. They beat Arkansas. And lastly, I bet this game, I'll bet this game a thousand times. Stanford versus UCLA. Stanford's real. I know people are like, ah, Stanford. They beat Vanderbilt and they smacked the shit out of USC. Stanford has a long history of starting off the season very, very bad, and they have struggled against Kansas State. That is their only loss. I think they beat UCLA and show that they are a legit contender in the Pac-12 North, and they play Oregon very soon, and that game could be for the Pac-12 North Championship. I'm taking them plus four. That's not a bad one. I Don, like it. I like it. Let's move on to our Take My Money Parlay. It's a parlay that we are definitely going to hit this week, right? Yeah, I'm feeling confident in this one. I'm do you have your parlay? Confident. Yes, I do. My parlay this week is going to be the five spreads I'm betting. Okay. I, I, I'm liking oh, the so you're betting a these. spread parlay. I'm betting the That's spre- amazing. I'm betting a spread parlay, which I was one game off of hitting last week, okay. which would have made me, I put down 10 on it just for fun. It would have made me over 200. Yep. But I'm taking the Panthers, Cardinals, Ravens, Raiders, Broncos. I'm taking them all on money line, and I'm taking them all on spreads. I feel like rolling the dice we this week. I told you, I'm going to more emotional than have anything. have the exact same take my money parlay. That's not a bad one. Uh, well, wait, thing, wait. You could, what was you your could, team? Panthers, okay. Cardinals, okay. Ravens, okay. Raiders, okay. Broncos. I didn't use the Raiders. I used the Titans. Or Ravens. I used the Titans. Uh, so I go Makes Panthers, sense. Titans, Cardinals, Raiders, Broncos, and I'll double down with you. I'll bet this. No, I won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> no you, the Col- the um, Colts have a way of finding. Like, they cover we just spreads. They've the covered spread. both of them. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the that that just straight up money line yeah that's not um, a bad option pretty good odds they have a uh, 348 odds that's so, not bad pretty good uh and lastly our survival series it's where we get to pick one team we are not allowed to use that team ever again we la- last week we both used new england you've already used the 49ers i've used the texans you can only use the team once and then you wipe them out who is your team this week my team this week i'm burning the broncos this week I, the Broncos. I just like them against the yeah, Jets. You, I, you said it. Yeah. Start, start them against, and I almost picked the Broncos, but I love the Panthers so much, and I don't know if I could use the Panthers later on in the season. I do trust the Broncos a little bit more. Um, so I'm going to burn the Panthers here and get my 3-0 dub. No, that, that makes sense. That, the exact reason why I'm using the Broncos. Yep. I'm iffy on the rest of their schedule because they do go to like the Raiders, the Browns, Washington. Yeah. Close games I, that I, I just don't feel I, this I confident. I don't have to start the Broncos ever. Like it's That's true. You have the option. We're doing yeah. 18 of these teams every week yeah. out of the 32 in the NFL. You could I'm feeling avoid good. Some. I'm feeling strong right now. Like uh, it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. Uh, go join us on TikTok, uh, Instagram, everything, socials. We're on it. Uh, if you have any fantasy football like advice or anything you want to know text us we will reply we promise yeah we do um, dm this is all this is all moves that we make every week yeah, we bet everything and if you're in a fantasy football league with me and you're crying about me dominating your league <laughs> maybe listen to the podcast some more my name is dio we got done pray for the parlay pray for the parlay you were boys. terrible this I week am. <laughs> 